Catching Dildos launched from the performance Vajayjays or Vajeans. Vajeans. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> likes to say. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Savage Podcast. Another fun-filled episode. Guys, do not adjust your screens. It is still me. It is, it is Rose coming to you with a slightly... Um, sh- Altered look? Shorter do. Yeah. If you guys are watching... If you guys aren't watching the video... On YouTube. I have cut my hair. Mm-hmm. So please go to the video to see what I look, look like. Yes. The Let re- me know what you think. The red's still present. The um, red is present. But now it's like a little red, like kind of bob. Yes. Well, not a bob. It's like a... What, what would you call it? Like a... A bob. A bob. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. A short hairdo, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I chopped it all off, guys. Yes. Did it feel very uh, liberating? Yes, it was very, uh, it was almost like I lost 50 pounds. Yeah. It felt really nice. Was it scary though at first? You know, I'm actually not that afraid of trying new hair. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's shocking, Rose. <laughs> this just in, guys. You heard it first here. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I was obviously a little bit, you know, because like, every time you cut long hair, yeah, it's like, oh my God, it's such a waste because it takes so long to grow. But my hair grows very, very fast. Yeah. So I think. Did you also get it dyed? Or oh, today I touched up the uh, color. I thought so. Oh, look at you noticing things for the first Damn. time in your life. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyways, so yes, I, yeah, for me, it wasn't that much of like a big deal. Mm. I've been thinking about it for some time and I was like, I think I'm going to do it. And then, yeah. And then it's just. You took the leap of faith. I took the leap. And I'm glad I did. And you were saying, fuck this, gets this. And How actually, you like? You like it? look cute, Rose. You like my short hair? Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably perfect for traveling. Yeah, that's another reason. Mm-hmm. So because like me and Daniel, we're, guys, we're literally leaving tonight. <laughs> like, I know. Like after this recordation. After this recordation, guys, we, we be on a plane. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to Thailand and then we're going to go to Bali. So it's going to be three weeks in Southeast Asia. And Lord knows it'd be hot as hell It's going to be yeah freaking yeah. sweltering there so i'm glad it's like i was like yeah chop it off so that even my neck is like exposed yeah i almost like could have done even shorter but it's yeah. it's all good well you did have it at uh, one point remember like not now obviously mm-hmm. but like in the past you had like a almost like a asymmetrical i had bob? i had that victorious victoria beckham yeah. bob which everyone had <laughs> you were I, I feel like you went through like a victoria beckham stage because didn't you also have her jeans as well i mean we all have we all had those jeans to I, handle. Did, I didn't have them those three hundred dollar uh, jeans that ripped oh, in a year. Oh my god! Kill me now and set me on fire. Well, that's like I was I was thinking thinking back about this as well, and like I didn't obviously have the Victoria Beckham jeans, but I had the uh, why not Daniels? I had the Rock and Republic jeans. Oh my god, they were such a waste of money with like a little R on the yes. butt cheek or whatever. So are we aging ourselves? We are. Um, and those were like I think they were like three or four hundred dollars. They're well. so expensive. And I don't know about you guys, but <clears throat> as someone that has thick thighs. <laughs> I have an issue with my jeans. You got uh, thunder thighs? I do. Even, I'll show you later. Rose. These, <laughs> these jeans, you can even see, like, it's so annoying. Yeah. I don't know what, I, guys, if you have any suggestions as to, like, how to not rip the crotch of your pants, like, from, <laughs> from your thick thighs, like, let me know. Because basically what happens is, because my legs, like, the way I walk and my thighs are rubbing together because I don't have that fucking gap or anything. It happens to everyone though. Yeah. But like it happens to me too. Yeah. But I feel like it happens to me very quickly. Like I, right. I like, well it's, it's those thick thighs, Daniel. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the price you pay for the thickness. That's very true. And mm-hmm. like, even now, like the, these jeans haven't ripped yet, but you can see right where they're like, mm-hmm. 
fading. It's like a different yeah, yeah, color. Yeah, it fades. I know. Oh, I'm like, no, I love these jeans. I don't yeah. want them to wrap. The only time like that doesn't really really happen to me is like when I've like lost weight yeah. and like there's no rubbage. Mm. But even then, there's still like always going to be, unless Some you're friction. like super thin yeah. and you have like a major thigh gap situation. Remember when people were obsessed with thigh oh, yeah. gaps? Everybody wanted a thigh That was like a whole thing. Anyway. And now everyone wants a thick ass. I know. <laughs> okay. A thick ass and thick thighs. It's funny because like, um, you know, on like those TikToks are on TikTok. Um, mm. There's like sometimes like uh, people that make fun of like kids from like the early 2000s. Mm. Oh my. I love those. Oh, they. <laughs> and they'll like be like. A, I know exactly. The blonde girl with the nude lips. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's one of them. But there's also this like, I think they're, mm. I don't know if they're a couple, but they'll like, they have like the dark emo hair. The guy, one's a guy oh, that okay. wears like a wig and then they'll like go and like go to a bus stop. And like, this is something that we've all done, you know, with our friends doing the poses taking pictures <laughs> i was like oh my god this is so ridiculous the nude lip one is also my favorite though because oh, so good she literally looks like every single girl that was in my junior <laughs> well, high a little bit exaggerated but still still even the, even the clothes she wears like she kept all of them hey i know like there's no way she bought those like exactly. she definitely kept those because like, some of them i did i forgot yeah well and like she has like those you know like the low-rise jeans with the mm. like with the sh- with the shirt with the belt over top oh my god it's so bad <laughs> i know i like look back and i was like what the hell were we thinking oh my god that fashion was uh, like it's it was horrific, but it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Mm. It was a good time. Um, anyway, we better get to the stories because we have like a million. Oh yeah, there is this week Guys, this has week, been fucking yeah. wild. It has it has gone crazy. Before we jump in though, make mm-hmm. sure you join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Mm-hmm. We're actually gonna record the odd ca- the oddcast <laughs> <laughs> August. I think I was trying to say August podcast i don't so know the what, oddcast so we're the gonna, oddcast we're gonna co- record the oddcast guys <laughs> we're gonna record the august patreon exclusive after this mm-hmm. so if you guys don't know you get an exclusive episode every single month on patreon yep. and you get ad free content and you get every episode a week earlier than everyone else so make sure you join it's patreon.com slash the savage podcast yes and one other thing to add, guys. Mm. So me and Rose did mention we're going to Thailand and Bali, which is amazing. We're going with a bunch of people. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, we're actually doing another trip. Yes, we're at, going to Costa Rica. Yeah. So if you weren't able to, unfortunately, make the Asia trip and you really want to go, um, Costa Rica's next, guys. We're going in January. So check it out. All the details are in the show notes. Take a look at the itinerary. They're doing some, We're doing some really cool stuff down there. And you can practice your Spanish. There you go. Link is below, guys. Mm-hmm. So make sure you join us in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. <laughs> I'm going to be annoying for the next few months saying Costa Rica. I love it. Right? I don't even know if that's how you actually say it. Anyway, guys, big news of the week. We got some major celebrity drama. Big news of the week. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, no, that was bad. That was so bad. Well, guys. I mean, it's kind of related. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I don't actually, I haven't really, it's, it's been going on a lot. Like I've heard a lot of people talk oh my about God, it. It's but been everywhere. Yeah. So uh, allegedly, um, I guess Lizzo has been accused by a few of her backup dancers yes. for um, weight shaming, I guess. And it's, it's, I, we'll get into the story and stuff, but it's kind of ironic because Lizzo's image is all around like, you know, being big and beautiful yes. and like, you know, she like really, you know, wears skimpy outfits and doesn't give a fuck. And she's like, you know what? You can love me for my size, like whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but then I guess she wasn't like that with her backup dancers. Oh my God. Allegedly. It's, yeah. Allegedly. So it's like a lawsuit situation. Yeah. So it's not just, Oh, like Lizzo said this to me. They have a lawsuit, which mm. kind of seems like it's, it feels more legitimate when there's like a lawsuit yeah, because you kind of have like, to have evidence, right? Yeah. Anyway, so she's been accused of not only the weight shaming, yeah. but also of sexual harassment. Yeah. 
and creating a hostile work environment mm. through sexual, sexual, racial, and religious harassment. God damn. In several incidents occurring between 2021 and <clears throat> uh, up to 2023. And uh, yeah, I guess they're, again, I do think that it, it feels like it's a little bit more legitimate when there's a lawsuit behind it. I mean, it, again, it could be. It could be false. Yeah, we it don't could know. be false. But um, I mean, it, this is literally everywhere. <laughs> People are going crazy. I think I think it is because of the fact that this is kind of like when the Ellen thing got brought to light. Yeah. It's very similar because like Ellen had a very squeaky clean sort of image. Yeah. But it's not even, you're right. I, and I think when these stories come out, <clears throat> it does have a lot to do with, it's like the opposite of what they're promoting. So, exactly. So with Ellen, not only did she have a squeaky squeaky clean image, but she had this image of somebody that was really caring and like really looked after people, you know, like was caring about people's problems and things like that. And then it comes out later. Exactly. You know, hostile work environment, terrible conditions, all this stuff. And then Lizzo, you know, again, known for body positivity and self-love. Oh, and then this happens. So, yeah. so basically, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know the full details as mm-hmm. well. Cause I just kind of like heard about it, but basically the dancers. So some of the dancers of the singer mm-hmm. are involved in this lawsuit Yeah, and basically they criticized, uh, no, they alleged that Lizzo criticized a dancer's recent weight gain. Mm-hmm. So crazy. And later berated, then fired that dancer for recording a meeting. Oh, I heard about this. So apparently she like recorded a meeting on her phone. Yeah. Like the dancer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a, a he or she or whatever, but mm-hmm. like um, this person recorded a meeting on their phone and then they apparently, again, guys, I, <laughs> this All is what alleged, I heard. Alleged. Okay. Yeah. I heard that they like made this person delete the recorded uh, file. Yeah. They like locked this person in a room and like made them delete the file. Fuck. Because obviously there was something incrimin- incriminating in there. Anyway, that's one of the things. Yeah. But apparently, uh, a Lizzo allegedly pressured one dancer to touch a nude performer at a club in Amsterdam. I heard about this as well. Yes. Yeah. So apparently, she like brought a bunch of people or like her workers, uh, you know, the people that are on her payroll. Yeah. To some sort of nude club. They didn't. She didn't say it was a nude club. Yeah. And, you know, it was apparently very, you know, it's Amsterdam, right? You know, shit goes down (laughs) in certain clubs in Amsterdam. So already that's kind of, you know, you kind of, you might want to let people know it's going to be a new club. Uh, Yeah. That's one thing. And then also on that same trip, apparently right after this, she, she, I guess something, something set Lizzo off or she was again, all allegedly, she then subjected several of the dancers to an excruciating 12 hour audition after making false accusations that they were that they were drinking while they were working, that they drank while working, what? Yeah, so it's 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 like <clears throat> there's so many like levels, right? And then um, and this this I don't know if, if you can fault Lizzo for this, but the suit also alleged that Lizzo's dance captain, but I mean she should mm. know what the dance captain is doing. She's like a very uh, devout Christian, I guess, and she was trying to push her Christian beliefs. I heard about onto this. the other performers, and then those. And then, you know, basically not being nice to those that had premarital sex, um, all, all other kinds of stuff as well. But while also simulating oral sex, sharing lewd sexual fantasies yeah. and discussing one performance, uh, performer's virginity. virginity. Yeah. So like not the most Christian yeah. <laughs> sort of behavior. So, well, it's interesting because the lawsuit isn't like there are definitely uh, allegations toward Lizzo. Yeah, yeah. But it seems a lot of it is toward this dance captain. Yeah. Uh, this person named Shirlene Quigley. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like not necessarily more so the dance captain, but it seems that it's this team of, you know, the higher ups in this Lizzo empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seem to be 
you know, having issues here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what else is there? Um, so yeah, claims include sexual harassment, creation of a hostile work environment, false imprisonment. So I think this is that where, was when they like, got yeah. her to delete and that. also maybe like taking them to the nude club or whatever yeah. and making them feel like they can't leave potentially. Yeah. Cause like when you're, here's the thing, when you are the boss, right. Yeah. And you, and you bring your workers to some place, unless you make it very explicitly clear, like you're allowed to leave whenever you want. Like, you know, yeah. this is just chill, like do whatever. Yeah. The, there's a chance that the workers, you know, are going to feel obligated to stay. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Cause, cause, and it comes back to this concept, you know, that concept of like somebody having undue influence on mm-hmm. somebody else because they're in a position of power. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for example, they'll say like doctors or somebody that has authority, like you will generally follow what they're saying because yeah. you have that, they've built that level of like trust and credibility through their profession. So in this ex- instance, it's like Lizzo's obviously <clears throat> part of me, the boss, um, there she's obviously the boss. She's running the company and they're getting to work because she's the performer. Yeah. Right. So if she's saying, Hey, and not, and doesn't make it clear. And is like, we're going to this nightclub or we're doing X, Y, Z. Well, it's your boss. You're going to yeah. do it because mm-hmm. you don't want to lose your job. That's your livelihood. <clears throat> right. So it sounds like she's using some of it again, allegedly. Oh my God. Um, it sounds like she's using that position of power to, um, uh, to make not a great work environment for yeah. her, for her employees. And also I'm like, you know, it doesn't, the, the lawsuit doesn't say that whether or not Lizzo knew about this like head performer. And if she was like that, the head dancer, person? Head da- yeah, the yeah. dance captain or whatever. And if she, and she, maybe she didn't know some of the stuff that was going on, but like, I also think if it's, and this is, goes back to what we, what we talked about with Ellen as well mm. is if your name's on something and you're, it's your company, I do feel like you have some kind of responsibility to kind of, you might not know all of it. It might come out like some, you know, little uh, allegation or something, you know, but you should know most of what's going on. And it sounds like she's also like part of this. Exactly. It's not like it's just the manager or it's just the dance captain. Mm. Cause it says here, I mean, she's the one that was like weight shaming apparently. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we don't know enough about that aspect, Yeah. but it says, so when they took, when she took them to this Amsterdam club, the singer, so Lizzo, mm-hmm. allegedly began inviting cast members to take turns touching the performers that were nude, mm-hmm. catching dildos launched from the performance vajayjays or vajines, as Daniel <laughs> likes to say, and eating bananas protruding from the performance performers. I can't even talk. Performers vajines. Vajines. So there was bananas protruding out of vajines. And people I mean, will be eating them. Again, there's like a chance. Oh, wait, go go down. Yeah. When so basically, um, the group burst into laughter, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Lizzo then allegedly pressured a member of her security staff to get on stage and yell to take it off. I mean, okay. Not to defend. Yeah. <laughs> but like in Lizzo's mind, maybe she's just thinking We're all having We're fun. having a great time. Yeah. But again, it's like some a like you probably should have informed everybody i mean you should have informed everybody that you're going to you know this type of club Mm. okay and b you know maybe be aware that people are not necessarily comfortable doing that kind of stuff yeah and see understand that you are the boss yeah (laughs) well exactly and and i I think it's a little bit different like if we go Mm, out we might egg each other on and be like oh come on rose eat eat that banana out of that (laughs) vagine you know and you're like oh okay okay, fine you know like (laughs) Whatever, but like she is in a position of power. Yeah. She is the boss, and like even even in the corporate world, like if I went out with my bosses, yeah. for example, and you know I used to go out in London with my boss all the time, and for events, things like that, they are held at a higher standard because they're our boss, right? So yeah. they, they're not going to be getting fucking wasted in front of clients, and you know, 
egging people on to do things. I mean, they things. probably would, but yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of people in corporate world that's do. That's true. That's but true. But but it's not. It's frowned upon. Like it's you're not supposed upon. to. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of different things as well. There's, uh, basically let's see here. Um, so in April, someone, so one person that's part of the lawsuit, uh, spoke up in a meeting where Lizzo accused dancers of drinking before performances, leading to a tense back and forth between them. Yeah. The day prior, Lizzo told the dancers they would have to audition again. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. Um, I, I saw this one. Basically, leading to an excruciating 12-hour rehearsal in which Davis soiled her pants because she was too fearful of losing her job to use the bathroom. That's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Uh and then I guess some people were fired after yeah, this, like so, five days later, because they said, you know, due to budget cuts, you know. It's so crazy. It is. Budget cuts? Lizzo's... Are you joking? I know. Come on now. How, this is what's so yeah. ridiculous, though. Like, I know, actually, this is happening a lot right now. Like, a lot of companies, big tech companies and stuff, mm. they're doing these massive layoffs, right? Like, this has been kind of an ongoing theme of 2023, I feel like, because they're all... Uh, what do they call it? Like, a cost... It's like a cost-cutting exercise, mm-hmm. right? But all of these companies, or at least a lot of the ones that we've heard about, trimming in the, news, the fat, trimming the fat. I think that's the term. Is that yeah, the term? <laughs> I think it is. But but a lot of them, they actually don't need to make those cuts, right? No, so, no. So and it's 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 kind of interesting because what they're doing eventually is going to actually cause more harm than good. I think. Obviously, if your company's losing money and you have to cut people, like that makes sense, right? Because you're no longer profitable. But if you're still wildly profitable, why? do you have to make layoffs, right? Like, well, I don't think that she got laid off or fired because they need to do budget cuts. Yeah. But this I is think what it's because, saying. yeah, I think it's because they were obvious. This person was obviously speaking out Yeah, and they just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. So That's yeah. Exactly it. So, I mean, I wonder what's going to happen now. So I guess obviously there's a lawsuit that, that, um, you know, is going to go on. Um, and I guess we'll have to find out and see what the what the outcome is. Again, this is all al- alleged allegations yeah. at this at this stage. But you know, obviously, there's a several several individuals. It sounds like there's three three so far that have come yeah. forward and are part of this lawsuit. So and did Lizzo respond? I feel like I she, she did say something. I don't know if she's responded. I heard yet. she like maybe did like a. Let me see. Let me see if she responded. Lizzo had spoken out. This was a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, in response to several of her tour dancers leveling uh, leveling allegations of the sexual harassment against her, calling their claims sensationalized stories. So she's saying like, you know, that they're just kind of over-exaggerating mm. what actually happened. And she goes, my work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Adding that she's only speaking out because false allegations, uh, because false allegations, but these but these are are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. God damn. So time will tell in this <clears throat> case. Oh, here it is. Here's her thing. These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly oh, disappointing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. My worth got thick. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Usually I chose not to respond. Blah, blah, blah. As an the- artist, I have always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day, mm. I only want to put out the best art that represents me <clears throat> and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I'm not here to be looked on as a victim. But I also know that I'm not the villain, blah, blah, blah. I'm very open about my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness and make me out to be something I'm not. So she's saying like she's open about her sexuality, but maybe it's not like she wasn't sexually harassing, essentially. And then she says, I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight, blah, blah, blah. So basically she's denying 
you know everything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the, the interesting in, the interesting thing is if they if there is if, if this lawsuit goes through and everything happens, they might settle outside of court. Right, and, and so they will we, never know. And we'll never know because what will happen is uh, typically, I think what would happen is Lizzo they would decide some kind of settlement, and as part of that, the agreement would be no longer to talk about what happened. So, like devil's advocate, yeah, is there a chance that people might be not saying that they are making this up? Mm. Is there a chance that they're making this up? Well, I, I think that there's going back to what we said before mm. about how Lizzo was out thinking that there was, I'm, I'm sure there's some truth to the stories, right? right? But I think it was like, again, I don't know what happened guys. So all of this is alleged, but like, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe that there was some moments where Lizzo like pressured people, but she thought it was in fun jest. Right. They took it the other way. Right. So that caused some friction. Um, I don't know. It, it sounds like there's like, a, it could be a little bit of, both. I wonder if they have evidence. Yeah. But I mean, she made like, them delete that recording. That's true. Well, again, is there evidence of that actually? Yeah. That? It's it's that's the thing. It's like do you have to have evidence to file a lawsuit? Well, I think you should have something like because otherwise it's their word against hers. Really? Yeah, but then when you're up against again, <laughs> not saying this is the case, mm. but when you're up against a famous person, you know, like because the the reputation is so uh important, mm. oftentimes they may just settle out of court. Yeah. Cuz this, I mean, again, alleged mm-hmm. um and i'm just playing devil's advocate yeah you know there you know there has been many cases where celebrities get you know oh, accused yeah. of things of course it happens all without the time. i don't think necessarily with evidence not that it's like that this is a tough thing about these type of situations mm. is that it's so hard to have evidence this is it so it's like i don't know like it's, 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 it's tough it's challenging especially because yeah. nowadays everyone is well <laughs> I say everyone is smarter, but like people generally. For the, Who are you talking about, Daniel? I, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I've noticed like a lot of people, you know, they, they're, they oh my God, I can't even talk. They're reluctant to put things in writing, right? So like anytime you're communicating, if they're trying to do, have a hard conversation with an employee or someone, oh, they'll you always mean in do the, it like right. verbally. They'll never like write something explicitly on an uh, like oh. email or something. Oh, you mean in like the corporate world well, or mean, like in, in the general. job world? In, in general. You think everything, everything be documented, Daniel. God damn, I don't, I don't know, what, know. What kind of world you live in? We're literally living on social media world where everyone's typing on their phone. That's true. <laughs> That's so true. generally speaking, everything has a paper trail. Yeah. Except for maybe in like a corporate world where yeah. they're trying to fire you and they don't want it on paper. Yeah. But I even a, then you can like have it recorded. This is true. I have a feeling that this is going to get settled out of court. God damn, Daniels. And that we won't hear any more of it. So you think it's true? Well, I don't know. Oh, God I don't damn. Know. You know, it's kind of, who's to say? Their word against hers. Like, oh, you know, Lord Jesus. she's denied it all. They're saying that this happened. Like, it's hard to, you know. Um, yeah. It's hard to say. So stay tuned, yeah. guys. We might, we might <clears throat> never know. We might God never damn. know if Lizzo is a fat shaming A fat shamer. <laughs> a fat shamer herself. Maybe she's projecting, you know. Honestly, it's not that surprising. Yeah. People that are insecure. Here's the thing, okay? I never believe for a moment that she wasn't insecure about her weight. She is very insecure about her weight. Oh, of course. Okay. And the bo- and it's fine. Like you're allowed to be insecure. But I think, I don't necessarily think that her body positivity things were fake necessarily. Mm. But it's more so her trying to convince herself that it's fine. Yeah. And I think also it's mm-hmm. like a kind of a rebuttal against everyone that she's like, you know what? I'm exactly. just going to own this. And exactly. Gonna- so she's obviously trying to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's very hard to let that idea go. Yeah. And oftentimes, like when you are, you know, maybe insecure about something about yourself, you may project that onto somebody else. Yeah. You know, that's what bullies do. You yeah. know, it's usually a bully that might feel insecure about themselves that start making fun of someone else mm-hmm. for maybe the same thing that they might be insecure about. Yeah. 
So it's actually that part is very unsurprising to me. Yeah, true. It's, even though initially you're like, what? Like body positive queen, really? Yeah. And then this is why I just don't believe it. This is not good for her image, though. It, oh. It's like when that stuff came out about Ellen. Everyone's like, oh, oh that's not good. Never recovered. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those things. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say body positivity, but like somebody. <laughs> What's the story, Daniels? This one. I thought we talked about this one. This. Okay, so this story I saw on social media. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm scrolling through my TikTok dopamine hit feed, yeah. okay, I come across this. At first, I was like, what is this? Yeah. So I saw what looked like a dog, okay? But it, the, the dog looked very strange. Yeah. Like, it looked like a dog, but also just a bit awkward. And then I found out it was not a dog. It was a Japanese man who spent 12000 you uh great british pounds so that's like twenty thousand dollars probably. <laughs> yeah turning himself into a dog so basically he turned himself into like a border co- i think it's called a border collie or a collie mm. um and so he's been apparently wanting to be a dog <laughs> for many years yeah and he spent all this money he had a lifelong so fantasy of becoming an animal mm-hmm. okay and then, so he waited 40 days before, so he got like a special suit yeah. to make him, so, so that's what it was. Because at first I was like, did he like, what? Oh my God, it's so creepy. At first I was like, did he just like, like, what did he do? Did he have like some kind of crazy plastic surgery? Oh my God. It's <laughs> very weird. I know, right? Like you, you see what I mean by, it kind of does look like a dog. Yeah. But also it's like, ah, it's like not a dog, but it like looks like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> But it looks like, I mean, credits to whoever made this suit. Cause well, it, like, I mean, you know what? I did say he, sp- like, he, he spent a shitload of money, but, you know, it looks good. It, I mean, the suit, honestly, is it's not at, like, it's creepy. Don't it's get me wrong. Cause just because we know for a fact that there is, like, a man in there. Yeah. Like, really fucking creepy. But at the same time, it's, like, for a dog suit, for mm. a human being, like, that is some state-of-the-art dog suit making okay that is so if anybody else wants to be a dog contact this manufacturer because yes. goddamn, he knows what he's doing he does know what he's doing but again like this this is like <laughs> really it takes all walks of people to to make up this world like i know you know i know that there's like some people that like you know they they go to like these conventions and it's called like furby furries or something Isn't where they're like, like dress the yeah where they're like dress as animals and like hump each other and stuff <laughs> Like they'll like pre- legit hump each other. Yeah, like you could dress up as like that, like and you know mm. have people hump you and do all kinds of things in these like oh fur suits. Um, and the interesting like, there's just all types. Like literally, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in this podcast. <laughs> if there is something that you're into, guaranteed there is a club, there is a <laughs> fucking group. I never even knew this. So this documentary popped up on Netflix. I decided to watch it because I was like, what the yeah. hell is this? There is a entire mermaid community of people <laughs> oh, it's huge. it is fucking massive they did they they actually at the end of this uh documentary there's like this cruise that goes around and basically they hired or they were hosting on this cruise the like top merman of the year or more more woman mer person basically and they had to go put their you know their tails on and do like tricks and take photo shoots and do all this stuff and then do they was, think they're mermaids well, I don't know. It's a very weird thing because they like <laughs> they, they like feel connected to the water. They were saying, but like they're not. They don't think that they're mermaids. I don't think. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's very strange. It's very unique. Like this guy. I mean, at the end of the day, no one's as long as they're not hurting anybody. 
Exactly. What can I say? You know, I mean, I want to know what kind of psychological issues this guy has. I want to know if it's a so okay. So basically, the video that I saw was him like walking around as the dog. Yeah. I don't know who is the one walking him. He definitely had someone walking him. Yeah. And and then it was like literally just him being pet by like random people, and I was just like, oh my god, this is the most creepy thing. I have ever seen. I know because there's a grown ass man in there. Oh my god! And it's just, uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's just strange. At the end of the day, he's not hurting anybody. No. Twitter Twitter went wild. I want to read a couple of these because yeah. like, one of them really caught my eye, and I think you're gonna love it, Rose. <laughs> so one Twitter user. This is the first one. This the second one you're gonna love. This this one. A Japanese yeah. man spent over twenty k, like twenty thousand dollars, for this border collie costume. You cannot convince me this isn't some sort of weird sex thing. <laughs> so maybe a furry or a furby or whatever maybe. it's called. This is my favorite one. Men will literally spend twenty thousand dollars to transform into a border collie instead of going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can we frame that? Yes. And just, oh my God, that is the comment of the year. I think I'm going to, you know, maybe Rose for your birthday, I'm going to get that in, in <laughs> neon and we can hang it up in here or something. $20,000, Daniel. Yep. And like, obviously, like, again, we're not saying that there's like any issues, like, you know, to yeah. each their own. He's not hurting. To he's, each he's his not, own. Exactly. He's not hurting anyone. Would I, would that be a deal breaker if I found out my boyfriend <laughs> liked to dress up as a border collie? Um, you mean you're not going to do some weird kinky things with I me? I mean, maybe I'll just have to get into it, you know? Like, maybe I'll have to be like, oh all right, you know God. what? Get me a dog costume. Let's, you know, dive head first. Yeah. In, you know? Oh, God. God damn. But I, I do think, like, with some of these more extreme cases, like, there was a, I think there was a later man that, like, did all this plastic surgery and had, like, tiger, like, they look like a tiger almost. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking, like, you know, go do whatever you want. But at the same time, I think there is some psychological stuff I'm, going obviously. On that they need to deal with and, and probably should be going to therapy. <laughs> or, you know, live your best life. I mean, turn yourself into a border collie. Either way, like, <sighs> I know it's absolutely like, it, you know what? Like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah. It's giving, um, the lobster. Mm. <laughs> It's that movie, guys, where people get turned into animals. I mean, that's every this guy's dream. Mm -hmm. You know, what, whatever this is called. I, again, not sure if it's like a sexual thing. Yeah. There's a chance it is, but there's also a chance that it's not. Um, who the fuck knows? Maybe it's a part of it. Maybe it's not, you know, I, who knows? Yeah. I wonder I wonder if he like when, you know, he's going around and getting pet and stuff. I wonder if he'll ever roll over and just be like, you know, rub his belly. And oh, things. my God. Oh, it's weird. It says that ever since I was a small child, I wanted to be an animal. It is. I think it is a desire to transform. Mm -hmm. I've thought about it since I can remember. Wow. And he said that he has hidden his identity and his human face from the world because he doesn't want to be judged by people he knows. Oh, so like even people he knows Don't know doesn't know. Can you imagine? No. Like again. <gasps> imagine he's like married with children. <laughs> I know. I would. I want to be open-minded, but like <laughs> honestly, like what, like what would you do, Rose? Like if you no, happen, no. happen to come home from work, okay? And your boyfriend is dressed up in a dog costume, like crawling around pretending to be a dog. Like what? 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 I I I think you'd probably scream. At oh, first. I think I would scream you, at first. You'd be like, ah! <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? Well, and especially if you didn't know it's him right away, right? Because you're like, who is oh in my, my house god. in a dog costume? Oh um, god! Oh god! What is? I uh, anyway. Again, <laughs> do whatever you want. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll, I guess we can cross that bridge when yeah, we when we you know, get boyfriends that dress up as dogs. Well, every <laughs> time I think to myself, I'm a strange one. Mm -hmm. I come across a story, yeah. stories like this, and I realize I'm very normal, almost too normal, yeah. very vanilla. Yeah, 
<laughs> um, it's funny. Like, and this this is gonna sound really really bad. But I used to like, well, when it came to like sexuality and all that kind of stuff, I used to think it was very like binary in a sense Mm. that it was like, you're either you like the opposite sex or the same sex. Right. There wasn't any like in between. Yeah. And I always felt like, oh, people that were like, you know, pansexual or bisexual, Mm. it was more of a like, okay, pick a side basically, you know? Sure. And as I learned more about like all of this kind of, not this stuff (laughs) particularly, but like there is just such a wide range of what people are into. And so the plausibility that somebody could like, a lot of different things it you know it reigns true you know what I mean oh you mean because of things like this like weird fetishes and all kinds of not, weird shit no but I'm not saying so, that, that that being uh, yeah. bi or pan is I a know, weird but fetish but what you're saying is like that's actually the normal it's, aspect exactly that, <laughs> so it that, is absolutely possible exactly that yeah. makes sense like it's it actually it was like an aha moment for me which yeah, again yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it, it's totally. like a, yeah, I see what you're saying. a fetish but it just made me think okay well if people can be into dressing up as dogs right. and <laughs> identifying as Korean, yeah. Um, yeah. all of this stuff. I'm like, obviously this is, you know, the, yeah. it's a free for all. It's a free for so. all. You know what? Actually, that reminds me of, I think I saw a comment and cause some, you know, we're always very confused. Like there's a lot of different sexualities. Yeah. And I think we were talking about like, why is it like pansexual versus bisexual? Yeah. And I think someone commented and I was like, Oh, actually that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because I, because our thing was like, okay, you eat. Okay. You, you know, if you're bisexual, that kind of covers the basis. Yeah. So really, you know, like we don't need a term pansexual, but apparently pansexual can be like you're you can be into like trans people, yeah. non-binary. So I'm like, okay, that yeah. makes sense. So yeah, pansexual is like everyone. Right. Like so then, it, it's like you right. you develop a connection. It doesn't matter what yeah. you identify, you can you can like anybody. Yeah. God damn. To be honest. To the, be that to be like that. I hey? know. To be honest, I if I could choose. You would if, be pansexual? If sexuality was a choice, I actually would be pansexual. You know what? That would be actually uh, nice. Yeah. And you know why? I think, I, and I do feel like, I feel like if everybody in the entire world was pansexual, yeah. the world would be a better place only because I feel like then you truly are dating people that you have a connection with right? over just because you're the, you know, that's what you're into. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. kind of, you kind of, you would give everybody a fair chance, you know? Right, like, but it could be messy, Daniel. That's true. It could be very God messy. Goddamn, it'd be messy as hell. You'd be lacking everybody. I know. And there's still a lot of stigma, especially like, I I, I don't want to say especially for guys, but like if a guy has been with another guy. Oh yeah, for sure. A lot of women will not go out yeah, with him. Yeah, it's, it's they, a thing. They think, oh, he's gay or he's, you know, he's going to do it again or mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I think in a perfect world, everyone would be pansexual. Oh, goddamn, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And is that is that the final answer? That's the final answer. Okay, That's next story. Final, like, next story. <laughs> Speaking of identifying as Korean. Oh, uh, my Lord, God Jesus, damn. you guys. So again, this is very a niche story. Yeah. But uh, of course, because it's from my home country, I decided to talk about it. Of course. It. <laughs> so apparently in the recent, uh, you know, little bit, there were a Multiple. bunch of back to back stabbing ramp rampage. I can never say that word. Mm. Rampages. 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 Yeah. So. An apparently random stabbing attack in a commuter town near Seoul. The second such, what what? The second such rampage in South Korea in less than two weeks yeah. has sparked fear in a country that has long been considered safe with low murder rate and strict firearm curbs. So mm. normally, well, a lot of I feel like this is a little bit, maybe not the I don't know. Because people think South Korea is like super fucking safe. Yeah. I don't personally think that that's necessarily the case. Yeah. But I guess maybe compared to other places, other, yeah. maybe it's a little bit safer. I'm not sure. Just because I think it's because there's so many people living in such small, mm-hmm. you know, country and there's CCTVs everywhere. So I think just in general, people just kind of 
you know, behave yeah. just because they're being watched. Anyways, so a man rammed his car into passersby, then got out and stabbed multiple people in a shopping mall in Seungnam on Thursday. I'm glad you're reading this story, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to try well, to pronounce that. Can you that. say it, Daniel? Seungnam. Well, now you know how to say yeah, it because I, I said it. Because I would have said I should make you say I it. I know. I would have said Seungnam. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yes. <laughs> um, he was arrested on site, leaving 14 people wounded, two in a critical Fuck. condition. I mean... Uh, and then, okay, let's see. And an unexplained rampage came days after another rare stabbing attack. Mm-hmm. Again, this isn't like normal. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. yes, there are crimes in Korea, but this kind of like mass attack is not as common, yeah. right? Um, so another thing happened in Seoul, uh, which killed one person and wounded three others. Mm-hmm. So there's some theories. People are saying that it's because, you know, they, they're both like, I think, younger men, maybe. I'm not sure if I they're was, younger I was, men. This is where I exactly where I was mm. going to go with this. If the theory, let's let's hear the theory. and see I think it. the theory, again, I haven't read it into it too much. The yeah. theory is that young men are, dis- I mean, just in general, people are dissatisfied with life. I don't know if this um, uh, article will go into it, yeah. but uh, basically... Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of kind of dissatisfaction amongst young people in general. Yeah. But young men and just living in Korea and I don't know exactly what the thing is. But it may, it's always young men. Yeah, but I think I think a big part of this and partly and again I could be wrong, but mm. I that that was kind of what I thought. Right. As soon as I heard this story and yeah. it happening in Korea, I was thinking because Korea is known or at least globally as like more of a safer place. Right. I was thinking, but I do know just from like our our talks and stuff that like Korea, for example, is hyper like people that live there are hyper pressurized, right? Like they're pressurized to be successful, to mm-hmm. do all of this stuff, to like, you know, basically so, so, so much pressure on on young people. Um, yeah. and I think people are starting to snap like, yeah. you know, and, and that's why you hear about like, um, Japan's another example too, where they have like, there's like a, I think it was in Japan. There's like a forest people go to like kill themselves. Oh God. Yes. And like the thing is, and it's young, young people that are cracking under this pressure Yeah, yeah. because it's not really sustainable and it's, it is like happening kind of everywhere. Like yeah. it's starting to it's happen. It's kind of happening everywhere. Yeah. Like I saw a really good. Um, there was a really angry young person on a TikTok and they were talking about like rent controls and stuff in Australia. Right. And they interviewed her and they're like, well, what's going on? Like, w- w- she's like, I'm fucking pissed off. And she's like, okay. she's like, what do you mean? And she made a really, really valid point, which again, I think this is kind of a global thing. And I don't know if this is completely related, but she was saying, um, you know, landlords are exor- exorbitantly increasing their rent prices. Okay. And it's to cover, you know, rising interest costs and stuff. Mm. But she said, and she, and this actually, I never thought of it this way, but it's a really good point. She said, when you buy or when you own another property, it's an investment property, right? Mm. And investments can go up and they can go down. Yeah. Right? So what she's saying is, yeah, your interest rates have gone up, but yeah. that's a risk you took as a landlord. You shouldn't be pushing that burden onto us now. Right. To say like, oh, we have to cover all of these extra costs for you because this is your investment property. Right. So I thought that was an interesting, interesting take, but I mean, that is an interesting take. I would, I would blame more so the government for not having rent control. Yeah. Because I mean, again, we always say this. It's like when we're allowed to do something within a capital system, we do it. We do it. Yeah. So if there's no, you know, structure in place, I know this is completely off topic, but you know, at the end of the day, 
I mean, I, again, I don't want to be like, ooh, I'm on the landlord side. But yeah. we're saying it's like there needs to be laws in place that, don't that says that. don't do predatory pricing. Yeah. Because, yeah, if you're because interest rates are insane. Yeah. So if everyone went up, everything went up like two hundred dollars, like the the natural kind of thought, unless you're like a really nice person and mm. you're or you have a lot of money and you don't really care that much. The natural thought for most people. Yeah would be to increase that price. For sure. So there should be some sort of protections yeah. against that sort of extreme price mm -hmm. uh, increase. Well, and I do think it is kind of related to the story. Again, I don't yeah. know this situation with these yeah. two young guys, but mm -hmm. at the same time, these these are more added pressures for that younger generation yeah. that are creating, you know, these, these people that are frankly snapping and not, yeah. not and, and I don't blame them, you know, yeah. like, you know, having this in, intense pressure while everything's kind of going up in cost and, you know, it's 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 crazy like it's, it's so crazy it's gonna, it's gonna cause more and more incidents like this i think oh god so yeah apparently there's like you know yeah copycat attacks like mm. i don't really know what's going on but basically a lot of people are scared yeah. a lot of people are kind of like what the fuck is happening um god i hope this isn't i hope i hope nothing like this happens to us in bangkok or anything okay. like can you not why are you yeah. why do you do this oh, you do this all the time <laughs> We're like, oh my god! I hope we don't like die on the street. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Daniel? <laughs> Can we not? Okay, we won't. We won't go. There. Now you're tempting fate. This is true. Oh I my god! I, I, I Why do you back. do this? I'm, I'm not even superstitious. I know. I'm not manifesting. Jesus. I'm definitely not manifesting. Oh my god! Honestly, <laughs> like I don't understand you. <laughs> I'm trying to find reasons for this, but you know. Again, we're probably right. It's just like, you know, people going crazy. Yeah. Because people, uh, mental health issues, you yeah. know, anyway, a lot of stuff. Well, and I think it seems to be a trend in this <sighs> in this week's uh, this week's episode. Because look at the, the guy building a suit to become a dog. You have people snapping, like, oh, to, God. you know, kill people and things. Like, people are starting to get a little uh, bit, no, like... A little, little, little stir-crazy. A little bit stir-crazy, a little bit wild. Um, Speaking of crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so we have to... Okay, it is a very sad story yeah okay but it, it, it i don't necessarily want to focus on the story i have so much to say about this topic yeah but it's not necessarily about this person but yeah. i will talk okay we do have to talk about this person because yeah. it's very very sad so this lady called zana dart i don't yeah. know if i'm saying her last name correctly mm -hmm. uh she what okay so this broke in the news and of course the way that people are reporting it is mm -hmm. pissing me off beyond uh, belief and basically she was a raw food person okay yeah. raw foodist plant-based raw foodist russian-born influencer she had she had like a decent following on social media yeah and we don't know exactly okay i don't know if they found out now but basically the speculation is that she died from quote-unquote starvation mm -hmm. okay so she died in intensive care in malaysia after falling ill so she was following this raw Again, fruitarian diet. Mm. We all know how I feel about these diets. Yeah. <laughs> how do I feel about them, Daniel? Um, <laughs> you don't. You don't like them. I do not appreciate them. No. I think first of all, I hate that they are called raw vegan diets. I think we should all collectively stop calling these diets and these people raw vegans. Mm. Can we stop? Because this is where every article is saying vegan dies yeah. from malnutrition yeah. vegan dies some of them will say raw vegan yeah. but some of them just straight up say vegan dies from poor diet mm. guys this is not okay <laughs> let me tell you that we are both vegan and we do not eat anything like these raw fruitarians exactly not like, even close not even 
remotely close. Okay. According to Freely, we are drug addicts yep. that eat wartime food. Yeah. Okay. So we do not eat. <laughs> like, anyways. So that's one point. Yeah. So this woman, Zana, was just 39 when she died. Okay. And reportedly, it was from starvation and exhaustion. Okay. And so the story... So it's it, so the Instagram influencer's tragic story has come under scrutiny due to her promotion of a completely raw diet. Okay, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are speculating that it is due to her diet um, that she passed away. Well, and I think I think too, like because I've 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 heard of again, and I'm, I'm not I don't want to throw too much shade at the raw vegan community. Well, I do. I know, <laughs> but I have heard of people like I think. Because when you when you look at a diet like if like being vegan for example in today's society is already a little bit challenging, right? Yes. If you, if you have like there a, a, is a restriction in place, exactly. But if you go even one step further and are like, well, now we can't have anything cooked; it has to be all raw food. Mm-hmm. It takes it to that extreme where I'm yes. sure there's people out there on a raw diet that are eating a good variety of food. They're you know, but it's that much more difficult, I think. To like be able to get everything that you need. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I think my issue is you're right. There are some people mm-hmm. that are, you know, that do well on a raw diet. Yeah. Great. They, you know, they meet all their requirements. They're doing well, whatever. I would argue for the great majority of people that try this raw diet, they fail yeah. and they fail miserably. A lot of them have issues. A lot of them go back to eating meat because yeah. they think that veganism, you know, ruined everything, even though it was their raw diet and also just like the eating of just especially the fruitarian Mm. diet right the eating of just like extreme you know just what basically like a few things like a handful of different fruits yeah on a regular basis like you are not eating a variety yeah so you and also my biggest issue with this raw movement is that it's not based in any science whatsoever. There is no reason mm-hmm. to avoid cooked food. Of course, there's good reasons to eat lots of raw fruits and vegetables. Of course. I'm fully you know, in support of that. Yeah. And I think this is why a lot of people feel good initially, at least, when they start eating the raw diet because A, maybe they already have like gut issues. Most of the time when people are searching for this sort of diet, it's either they already have... Um, Eat ED tendencies, like they have disordered eating. Mm. Um, and so they're looking for the next thing to, you know, to latch on to. Yeah. Or they have some sort of chronic illness or some sort of problem that they're trying to fix. So initially, when you start eating a shit ton of vegetables and fruits, you might feel really good. You know, yeah. you're all of a sudden getting in all this, like all these nutrients. Maybe you've eliminated something that you have a uh, intolerance to. And because you're only eating fucking mangoes and bananas or whatever the fuck you're eating. Yeah. So initially, you might feel good, but in the long term, there's a high chance, especially because these people... Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to go on a rant, okay? Damn. Especially because these people generally don't really believe in science, which is why they're following a raw diet to begin with. Mm. Because a lot of people... Uh, that follow this diet they're you know they're very woo woo you know they're very like ooh like sun warrior fucking probably believes in mermaids and <laughs> fucking you know don't believe in vitamin like taking supplements yeah. they want every they want to do everything natural you know they drink piss and fucking yeah. go you know s- do a water fast for 40 days for no goddamn reason like they do these extreme things and mm. my argument is that people that are that promote this sort of eating even if they might do it well it's like the people that are going to latch onto it and follow it are most likely people that already suffer from some some sort of disordered eating habits yeah and they are going to use this and make it even worse which i think is what happened here mm. 
So this woman, I because people are saying because I already talked about this on my Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And people are saying, oh, it's not because she was raw that she, you know, passed away. It's probably because she had an eating disorder. She definitely had an eating disorder. I'm not denying that she had an eating disorder. And I'm not denying that because you go raw, you're going to die. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is that when the raw diet promotes itself as this like really healthy, pure, clean way to eat mm. without any fucking science whatsoever uh, to say why we should avoid cooked food. Yeah. Without any of that, like you're just simply going on just fucking vibes. Like, what are you, what are you, like, what's your yeah. you know reason for avoiding cooked food? And to be honest, like some of the, some of the dishes, um, <clears throat> they're tasty, but you I'm know sure what? They are. You know what? At the end of the day, it's like, you, uh, like I feel like you, you're right. A lot of the people that promote the diet and stuff, maybe there's some people that are doing it well where they're getting everything that they need. But it also sounds like, like with this particular individual, just from like, I yeah. actually didn't know about this story. Yeah. But um, it sounds like she died of starvation, which is different like it means she was she was not eating properly well we don't we don't know the full details yeah but it sounds like yeah she would do these kind of so basically okay this is what it says so regularly she wrote about how she um exclusively ate fruit vegetables seeds smoothies and juices while living in malaysia Mm -hmm. and so her mother attributed her diet or her death to a cholera like infection that was exacerbated exacerbated by her diet Mm. so i mean again we don't know the exact details but yes it sounds like she was following a very very restrictive way of eating and you know some of it because like if you're eating fruit like if you're eating raw you're again you have to be very careful about making sure that you're getting in enough calories even yeah especially when you're not eating a high you know higher fat raw diet you're eating mostly things like fruits and vegetables Mm. which are very low in calories yeah and you have to eat a lot of them you have to eat a shit ton okay and this I mean, is why at, yeah look at freely she, Ex- makes, this she is, eats like well, why know, do you like, think she has 20 banana smoothies yeah like she eats like i don't know so much fruit like the, like <laughs> yes. a, an obscene amount of fruit because that is what if you do follow this diet like that's probably what's required in order to make those nutrient yeah. uh you know things like uh, the way that i eat for example if i was eating all my meals as f- like just raw fruit mm-hmm. and veg mm-hmm. i would have to probably have four times or five times the amount of food yeah. that i'm eating right now and even then you may not hit all the uh, you know the nutrient requirements yeah so again it's like we need to stop like this is insane and the fact that people continue to promote this sort of way of eating is insane to me and like some of the people are commenting when mm-hmm. i was you know ranting about this and there's some people that are you know doing this raw thing and they're like i've been doing it for however many years and i'm fine and i was like okay well again like mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you can't be necessarily yeah. fine but there's no reason to avoid cooked food so if you want to eat that way like great mm-hmm. but there is you are restricting for no reason and you know what's funny though about this no, this this story is <laughs> not funny at all but um is people are going to latch on to the vegan part of it. Yes. And then what's going to happen is that's what's going to get promoted and it's going to hit the news and people are going to be like, v- yes. vegan dies It's of already starving. happening. Exactly. And it's just ironic because like somebody might die that follows like, uh, what's that really extreme meat one? Like, like carnivore paleo, diet? Paleo or something? Carnivore. Carnivore. Yeah. yeah. Someone could be following that and they'll die. Of like a heart attack A heart or attack or something. And yes. they'll be like, oh, unrelated to the diet. Exactly. You know, but and that's just what, like, yeah, that's what kills me as well. And this is why I don't want to use the term raw vegan. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to stop. Yeah. The reason why is because, yeah, in my opinion, comparing a raw plant-based diet 
to vegan diet generally. First of all, you can't really compare a vegan diet to anything because a vegan diet could be anything just without animal products. Just because we fall under the same umbrella of no animal products doesn't mean we have anything in common in terms of how we eat. So it's kind of like comparing like carnivore diet where you eat like all meat to just like a regular omnivorous diet and calling it the same thing. That's what it like. That's the equivalent of Mm. saying, oh, vegan dies from fucking, you know, fruitarian diet. It's like, no, like this is not at all the same thing. Yeah, if a carnivore died, they wouldn't say, oh, a meat eater dies yeah, because w- of this. Because he was eating too much meat. Exactly. It will never. Oh, it really fucking pisses me off. Yeah. Anyways, it's sad. Like, this is the thing. I feel like people that are, uh, that are, pro- like, she, look at her. She's very, very skinny. It's really sad. Like, you could, you could tell she's very malnourished, yeah. which I hate saying that, but it's true. Okay. And what kills me is like, like these people that again are potentially cause there's a like, I don't know if you know this Daniel because you don't really follow like the vegan movement or you don't spend that much time on the internet yeah but there is definitely a link between people that eat a plant-based diet or are drawn to a plant-based diet uh and people that have disordered eating okay there's a link the reason why I say this is because not for people that are maybe like ethically plant-based mm. like like vegan or like doing it for uh, environmental reasons, yeah. but people that do it for health reasons, my theory yeah. is that they have kind of disordered eating tendencies or not always, mm-hmm. but there's a high chance because like, if you think about it, I, this is my theory. If you think about it, why would you need to completely cut out all animal? Pro- okay. So assuming that you're only doing it for health. Yeah. Okay. And you think, Oh, animal products are bad for you. If we were only doing it for health, someone like you and I, mm-hmm. I, we have very non-disordered eating habits. Maybe we eat too much. I don't know. I think we eat, we, we're on the other end of the spectrum where but, we eat exactly. a lot. But like someone like you and I that aren't very restrictive in terms of what we eat, we would maybe cut it cut it down mm. to like maybe, you know, maybe we'll eat meat like once a week, twice a week, you know, a few times a week. Yeah. But we wouldn't completely cut it out just like we don't completely cut out all unhealthy behaviors from our life. Exactly. So my theory is if, again, unless you have some sort of chronic illness that maybe you're trying to detox from yeah. or you have, I don't know, some like very specific health concern, um, I think that there's a high chance if you're doing it only for your health, there's a high chance that you have disordered eating habits. Mm-hmm. Well, it even says here, her friends also spoke with local media confessing they feared, she, they feared, again, this is alleged, but yeah. that she was suffering from anorexia right. and that her diet was becoming increasingly limited. So it's right. like even within that, the raw, space that she was in she was limiting herself in there as well to certain oh god that's so sad and it says she also claimed that her body did not require water writing last year that her fruit-based diet meant she had gone without water for the past six years i mean to be fair if you're eating that much fruit yeah again that's not science but like there is water in fruit so like okay that part maybe not as crazy depending on how much fruit you're eating Mm -hmm. but it doesn't sound like she's eating that much no because it sounds like she's like yeah, she's. Yeah. Oh God! So guys, do not do this raw diet. It's absolutely no. There's no reason. Why would you avoid rice, fucking pasta? I know fucking all the tofu, all the good stuff. All the good stuff yeah. is cooked. Okay, Beyond and Burgers. The, <laughs> <laughs> and like most of it, a lot of it is healthy. Mm, you know what? I'm so excited, Rose. What? In, to eat in Thailand? Yeah, I know. And all the cooked food oh, that are, we're gonna eat. Are we not gonna do raw tofu? Well, we could. Uh, but, we to, but we won't. But we won't. You can, if you want to do raw till four, be oh my, my guest. God. I would literally be depressed. I will be there with a nice green curry, just 
I know. This mm. is another thing that kills me is like all these people that all the a lot of these raw people they live in like Thailand or something. Yeah. Or they go they used to go to Thailand a lot. Yeah. And the, I get that they there's have that festival. Yeah, there? they yeah. had like some fruit fucking festival. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and they like what's crazy to me is like I get it. Thailand has delicious fruit, mm-hmm. but there's so much good food in Thailand. Oh my god. That I would not like I cannot believe that mm. they are just you know voluntarily avoiding all this delicious yeah. Thai food. Like I know. I'm 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 actually guys that like on a side note, I'm just so excited because my favorite, probably my favorite cuisine in the entire world is Thai, be food. Thai food. And I we absolutely eat love like it. like a motherfucker. Exactly. And I'm, it's going to be interesting going back cuz like before I wasn't vegan. Right. So when I was there, I was just like eating everything like all the curries and everything else. So it's going to be interesting to to see those veganized and mm-hmm. see what those are like and I'm just so effing so excited because I think the reason I like Thai food so much it's like it has it's so much flavor mm-hmm. and they a lot of their dishes I feel like um are balanced around the idea of sweet and spicy because mm-hmm. they all they'll have like a really big spice in the curry yeah. but then there's some sweetness like it's kind of like it's a so mix good. oh and, it's and they just, have a lot of variety as well oh, that's another reason why I really like Thai food me too I I absolutely like it probably is my favorite cuisine oh god damn in the whole world in the whole world mm-hmm. not indian food i also like indian food i like basically <laughs> not korean food i also like korean food <laughs> but thai food is good thai food is fucking delicious i think if i could pick one continent it would be, to, to, it would be oh to eat from continent be, yeah it'd be like Asia. right i mean i mean that's the most obvious I know. thing ever like guys like what were we doing in the uk and in canada <laughs> when UK all, is the worst food i know possible I, i'm like I, it's very, what do they call it? Stodgy and like, you know, it's very um, bland. Um, <laughs> to say it lightly, guys, sorry if you love like your roast dinners and stuff. And yeah. I grew up with that too. My, my parents, when they came yeah. to Canada, they do like, they used to do a roast dinner every single Sunday. And it's like, it's not like it's bad, but it just yeah. has not really any flavor. It's like, like okay, just a bunch of veg, yeah. a little bit of gravy and a roast. Like it's, it's like, there's not much, there's, if any spices are even used, I don't think. I'm. I mean, you'd be wild as hell. They don't use spices. I don't know. So. They might put a little bit of salt and pepper. It's, it, there's very little creativity. My theory, and I've, I've said this before, I think, I don't know if on the podcast, but mm. my theory is that the countries where, you know, people have to struggle a little bit to, to get some food on the table, yeah. like not super affluent countries tend to have better food. Mm. And the reason why is because, you know, they have to be more creative with the different plant, like spices and yeah. plant-based foods. Whereas like, like Korea, for example, not that Korea is like, like now, like it's, prosperous technically yeah but back in the day like when my parents were young like you know they didn't have like a shit ton of money like it wasn't like you know it wasn't like for example like germany okay like no offense to german food but like it's basically just like meat and potatoes right it's just like a slab of meat and then what like fucking bratwurst fucking sausages like whatever the what is german food i don't even know it's a bratwurst it's a schnitzel it's a schnitzel (laughs) schnitzel, uh, austrian i don't don't know know. anyway Again, like, you know, sometimes we love a good schnitzel. We love a good bratwurst. <laughs> oh, we do. But, I mean, not so creative, you know? It's yeah. just a slab of meat, whatever. Well, and this is the thing, too. Mm-hmm. If you have a lot of, like, just just going from w- what dishes are in those countries, generally if it was circled around meat, is, like, you know, you don't have to do much to it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's what I mean. Whereas whereas with plants and stuff, like, you do have to get a little bit more creative. You mm-hmm. have to, like, you know, and, and honestly, some of the food I'm just, like, is so good in Asia. And I'm it's like, so good. Like, so good. And that's why I'm like, I don't understand some people, even in Calgary, when they're like, oh, <laughs> I don't like like Vietnamese food or something. I'm, oh like, my God, I'm no. like, are you, are you effing crazy? Guys, mark my words. If I ever get a boyfriend, who knows if that's <laughs> ever going to happen, but I'm putting it out there and manifesting that I am. 
If he doesn't like oh Asian God. food oh, in general, is like a deal breaker, Japanese, Korean. Oh, Thai, I think it'd be a deal breaker it. for me. I, I don't, don't think I could do it. I don't know what I would do. Like, you know, I, I judge his, I, I judge his, it's, it's, it's deeper than just food. You know, if yeah. I judge his sense of taste, <laughs> I judge his cultural, you know, uh, awareness and experiences. Yeah. It's like, how can you not? And also like for me, the food aspect mm. is such an important Part of life. Part of life and yeah. part of enjoyment with one another. Well, and think about all of our social activities are yes. surrounded around food. Food generally. and alcohol, which is why we can't date someone that doesn't like food or drinking. I know. <laughs> I was chatting with one guy. He's been uh, sober since like, I don't know, for three years. But then I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is going to. Uh, I know well. that sounds bad, guys. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, because I definitely enjoy a glass of wine. Like That's the thing. No judgment. If you're sober, like, like congratulate. Honestly, I think it's great. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. Um, for me, though, when I'm dating, yeah, you know, I like to have a glass of wine with yeah. my, you know. Well, as long as they're like okay with that, then I think it could work. No, Daniel, for you, no. Anyway, <laughs> Excuse continuing me. on. So oh that's the story. Unfortunately, it's so sad. Like, people need to stop. Okay, guys, like, and what's so sad yeah. is that I feel like with eating disorders and stuff, it's like, how do I say I feel like people around you know mm-hmm. what's going on, right? It yeah. sounds like they were trying to help her for years. Yeah. But unless you want that help, it's maybe similar. I, I don't know. I've never experienced having an eating disorder. Yeah. But maybe it's similar to somebody having like a drug addiction where you just feel so helpless. Yeah. Because unless they want to help themselves. Well, this is the thing. It's yeah. really hard because at the end of the day, and they say this all the time, they're like, you can't force people to change. Exactly. Oh, God. They have to want to do it themselves. And I, I, guys, there used to be a really good show here in Canada, which I know exactly it, what you're going to talk about. It deals with addiction and it was called uh, Intervention. And it would be these families that are like, it was so was sad. Was that a Canadian watch. show? Yeah. I'm pretty, sure, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it started in Canada or maybe the US. Okay. But now they do both. Like, right. I, I haven't watched it for a while, but. Um, and they would have these families come together and obviously these families are at their wits end. They don't know what to do with this person. I still think it's good that they're trying to get them help and stuff. Right. But almost every episode where the person was like resistant to, to take the help, right. but then eventually took it. They're like, fine, I'll go because my whole family wants me to go. Like they relapsed almost all of them because, mm. but it was the people that were like right away. They're like, yes, I need to get out of this. Like, right. you know, those are the people that generally would be more successful on, 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 on average. Um, but yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a really, they need to need the help. Yeah. They need, and here, they need okay, to want it. Yes. They need to want it. Sorry. I think one thing I need to mention also is that I think what's so dangerous about this raw movement. And I think the reason why it's like, you know, it feeds into eating disorder territory mm-hmm. is because it is masked as this like super healthy, you know, vibrant you know, way of life. Yeah. This is the healthiest way to eat. And these people that are in this movement, they fucking talk out of their ass about something they know nothing about, yeah. which is like nutrition and like human, whatever biology. They talk like they have a fucking PhD in <laughs> human nutrition. Yeah. And I'm just like, how are you sitting here with such conviction about something you know nothing about? Mm. So these people are spewing this garbage. And then people that are like, you know, because so, so someone that's following this that may have, you know, potentially eating ED tendencies or disorder eating, they're going to they're gonna be like, well, this isn't an ED because it's just the healthiest way to eat. This is just the, he- you know, everything else is toxic. Yeah. And that in, in itself is potentially an eating disorder. Yeah. Oh, anyway, guys, I could go on about this, but let's move on to one more. Oh, how many more? How many more stories? One more. One Okay, one more story, guys. So YouTube's biggest star. Do you know him? 
Uh, I don't watch him, but I know of him. Yes. Yeah, he does like. He's very big. Yeah, he's huge. I mean, he's the. I think he's the biggest. He's he's literally the biggest star. Yeah. Um, not my type of content. I don't think I've ever watched one of his videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very extravagant and it crazy. He does like so, guys. We're talking about Mr. Beast. And yeah. his video style, I think I've seen a couple, like he'll just do the most crazy things like, you know, give away a, a, a freaking car to somebody yeah. or like, or for example, I know he did a live version of Squid Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I he does, that. he does stuff like this where the production costs to do these videos is, must be absolutely insane. Yeah. Like we're talking millions and millions of dollars for one little YouTube video. Right. Just for him to do it. But then he but makes he'd be so making, much. yeah, exactly. So I guess... I, so he was sued. Yeah. So he has this burger company, which I kind of heard about, yeah. uh, which I don't know that much about. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's called Mr. Beast Burgers. Yeah. And uh, apparently, wait, what was the, what was the title? So, so apparently he's being sued for a hundred million dollars by company behind his burger franchise. So I guess yeah. he was working with a separate company yeah. to do this like burger franchise. Cause obviously if you're, you know, a YouTuber, you probably don't know anything about fucking having a burger franchise. Exactly. So I guess the Mr. Beast burgers, it was mm-hmm. called, um, the company that operates the kitchen f- for the pop-up restaurants. I don't really know this whole, what, yeah. like, what, what is this business, but like pop-up restaurants, whatever virtual dining concepts is hitting him with an alleged hundred million dollar. Seriously guys, don't become famous and rich cause you will be sued. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so their suit is a response to Donaldson. I don't know if is Donaldson, Mr. Beast. Yeah, I think okay. So. Filing a lawsuit against the company for reportedly serving disgusting, revolting and inedible burgers. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like it's a little bit of back and forth. So it sounds like he, mm, yeah, he filed a lawsuit against the company, alleging that they're you right. know, not serving something. Then they've turned around and been like, "What the fuck?" Um, so I think what happened, I think based on what I understand about this burger company, yeah. is that he kind of like created some sort of like blueprint for this like whatever burger, yeah, and he kind of like maybe sold that uh, concept to other places to mm. sell as the Mr. Mr. Beast burger. Yeah. That's, I think that's what I heard yeah. happened. And I guess this company that is now suing him, um, maybe wasn't, uh, keeping up with the standards yeah. of what Mr. Beast expected. Yeah. Um, so now, yeah. So now apparently this company is alleging that Mr. Beast's very public stance against their company mm. has hurt their clientele, citing now deleted tweets the YouTuber sent out where he told his millions of followers that he wished he could end his burger business, blaming the company I par- blaming the company I partnered with won't let me stop, even though it's a terrible it's terrible for my brand. Oh, so I guess they were doing the whole thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, wow. So apparently Mr. Beast Burger brand began feeding mouths in December 2020, creating 1,700 global locations by the end of 2022. That's fucking insane. That is insane. Um, the burger franchise operates solely on an order out basis via delivery service. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it's not like a sit down restaurant or anything like that. Right. But it's, it's interesting. I mean, you know, I think it's it's smart for these like influencers and YouTubers yeah. to be branching out because, you know. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Yeah, exactly. It's good totally. to ha- good to di- diversify, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen because, you know, they do have a. It's it's hard to say because if he's speaking out and saying that the the burgers aren't to his standards, blah blah right. blah, blah, and then this company is saying because he tweeted that to his sure. fans, they've lost. It's like, like defamation of, potentially. Exactly. Yeah. So there, they, there could be grounds for a defamation lawsuit. Oh God damn! And if it costs, and if and you know if they're allegedly pursuing him for hundred million, if they can prove that because of his tweets and yeah, things that he did, lost but that much money. yeah, 
that 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 kind of revenue was you know interesting mm-hmm. oh god damn guys seriously stay off twitter i know <laughs> twitter is not a place also, to spend time because people will fucking dig up your tweets oh yeah from 20 years ago oh, they will uh, the, the, you know what honestly this is a case of basically um something that should have been handled behind doors. <laughs> yes. like the don't air your dirty laundry out here guys especially when you're famous it's like yeah. hang on let's take a step here it's like this might not be a good example and some people might, I might get some hate for this, but do you remember the Johnny Depp and, um, Amber Heard situation? Uh, yeah. That whole thing and how right. basically they were both airing out their shit. Was it on like social media though? It wasn't. Well, it was more like a legal, like, yeah. Legal bat- is that, is that their fault necessarily? Well, what I'm saying is uh-huh. cause in this example for the two right. of them, right? I can't remember the story. So yeah. I'm just asking. <laughs> I feel like they were both really not great to each other. Right. Right. Like they both did things, really crazy things to each sure. other. And I'm almost like, this is something that you guys might've tried to settle away from like, mm, what's, what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like this, this didn't need to, you don't need to air your dirty laundry basically. Right. And I feel like that's what's happening. Like what Mr. B should have done. It sounds like maybe he's tried, but like sit down with a company and have an exit strategy. And also anytime that you have a business with somebody, you should have an exit strategy. Like there right. should be something where, you know, if you do want to step away from the business for whatever reason or like whatever it might be. Yeah. You would have something like a clause in your contract or to that effect. Like maybe it's that he steps away for like a certain amount of time or whatever it might be. There's generally every contract generally has a termination clause. So, you know, I think this is something that they should be handling. Oh God. Yeah. This definitely, especially like, yeah, I mean, this is like a business you are partnering with. That's kind of, you know, they don't, you know, he might be a multi-million millionaire YouTuber, but Mm -hmm. maybe he should have taken a class on, uh, business business and public relations yeah anyway Anyway, guys on that positive note that um, brings us to the conclusion to the end what is the conclusion daniel the conclusion is people suck (laughs) i was gonna say people be crazy as hell people i think there's a lot of (laughs) we have some major issues as a species yeah there is a lot of shit going on going down guys oh my gosh you guys and Mm -hmm. honestly yeah it's crazy i feel like when we're gone probably shit's gonna hit the fan something insane's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and we're gonna be like well we can't talk about it until later because we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes Uh, yeah we oh yeah guys so we we don't worry even though we're gone yes um we're still gonna continue with the content it's gonna be coming out every single week um so tell your friends Tell, tell your family tell your friends tell your family follow us on youtube Yeet. give us a thumbs up um follow us on whatever podcast platform you are listening to our beautiful voices on yeah. um then you get updated as soon as we release yeah. new episodes and of course check out our patreon patreon.com slash the savage podcast um there's a membership uh starts as low as three dollars a month and you get a exclusive episode every single month as well as every episode a week before everyone else and all the content on there is ad free so you don't get those pesky ads either yeah and, and guys oh yeah, yeah sorry, don't forget to come to costa rica yes if you want to come along the link is below and you can find out all the details mm-hmm. and you can book through that link and yeah. there are limited spots so make sure you grab a spot for you guys yourself. you guys can witness my uh my uh, broken spanish in person lovely mm-hmm. i'll be i'll be the little translator <laughs> oh, it's okay daniel we have we have a guide yeah I know. anyway <laughs> thank you so much for listening guys mm-hmm. and we will uh talk to you next week uh when my hair was still long oh, so right. that's gonna be that's weird. gonna be a strange strange thing but yeah. people will be like she got extension yeah what are you gonna do guys yeah. okay so yeah all right bye bye guys <laughs>